Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, Twisted World fam? We are back with my boys. As always, what's up, guys? Yo. What it is, what it ain't. Hey, uh, we just want to uh, shoot a special thank you to our special guest last week. If you guys gotten, haven't had a chance yet, check out the Grassy Knoll. Uh, it was our episode on JFK. Um, go back, take a listen. It was our first guest appearance, so we just want to do a shout out to our good friend DJ. It was fun. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to work out in the little room that we're in recording with all four of us, but I had a lot of fun adding him on. So it'll be fun to see if, who else we can get on the show or even have DJ back for another topic. Yeah, absolutely. I, know, it kinda I mean, I like you guys, but <laughs> it was nice to have a little bit of diversity up in here. <laughs> diversity? <laughs> oh, <he's black. laughs> well, I mean, he looked like the Unabomber. He and is. you know, I, I was worried. Our topic today, there's a good tie. That you, have you heard this? That there is yeah. actually a tie that they're trying to tie the Unabomber and the Zodiac Killer together? <laughs> wow. It, there's yeah. no founding to it, but I mean, at one point it was explored that they believed those two inv- individuals to be the same person because the Unabomber, or not, the, the Zodiac Killer had in detail explained bombs. or talked about bombs. Yeah. So, but, they, but the Unabomber was, was like younger when it happened, is my understanding. No. Well, so, I, mean, I think he was in his, but I mean, it was like years later. It's like 14. <laughs> like 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an argument there that the Zodiac Killer was in his teenage like years, too. Father and son. Mm. Maybe. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe. We'll the Zodiac know. lineage. So, uh, yeah, I mean, back to, to having guests. I mean, definitely looking forward to, to our next one. Um, see what kind of crazy antics we can, we can get in here. Um, maybe somebody that, that believes farming is all genetic and things like that. You know, some seeds. You know what's funny is I don't even know which one you're referring to. Right. Yeah, you know, that is funny because we can have a conversation about two individuals that feel that way, but yeah. both have very different approaches to very what different. that means. Yeah, Very different. Great guys. Uh, but hey, maybe we could have them back to back or mm. same time. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah. If we did the same time, it would be them talking the entire time and us just chuckling in the background. I mean, yeah, I'm, a, I'm all up for a good laugh. It'd be good times. <laughs> um, so fans, anyways, uh, listeners, listen, if you guys haven't had an opportunity, again, check out JFK. Please. Follow, like, enjoy, share your favorite episode. Tell us why it's your favorite episode. We appreciate you. And as uh, Andy put it, we are talking about the Zodiac Killer. So if you are one of our listeners and you live here in the state of California, you'll know that this is one of the most infamous murderers, serial killers. Um, And even though we're going to get into a little bit deeper on possibilities of who it is, some believe they've discovered it even as as recently as a few months back uh we this this individual has eluded the authorities for quite some time yeah he's just like the american jack the ripper he's the american (laughs) jack the ripper he's our version yeah yeah so maybe jack the ripper came back here had a few you know kids they had kids trained him up and he was like you know what i'm gonna follow in great grandfather's uh footsteps yeah and here we are right yeah uh, it's funny. There are some, some of the, one of one or two of the killings are similarities there, but definitely don't think this has any ties to Jack the Ripper. Um, so I, I'm just going to run through some of the basics about this individual. Uh, this, well, the, the murders that they are pretty confident are him, like 99.9% confident were him dated from like December of 68 through October of 69. There are a few that will talk about that could have gone back as far as 1962. Now, the major ones are up here, are up in Northern California. Um, and then there are the couple that did happen in, in you know, again, the early 60s, 
down in Southern California. And then we'll tie them in a little bit. Um, don't want to go through too much detail, but let's just talk about the ones that they know or are 99.9% .9 confident are um, the Zodiac Killer. And the first one was uh, a Mr. David Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen. Now, Miss Betty Lou was on her first date. How sad is that? Mm. First date. They didn't have a chance. First, didn't they go to like Lover's Lane? They, is that what it was I called? I think it's considered Lover's Lane. Is it called Lover's like, Lane? Yeah. Might be. Uh, I mean, it's so it's like every so, movie you've ever seen with yeah. like two teenagers <laughs> being romantic I, in the mountains. I, that's got to be where it comes from, right? Well, or all that. Maybe. Well, that, that, that like whole. I mean, every, every, yeah. I mean, every movie, like, you know, they're, they're getting down, doing their romantic yeah. thing up in the mountains. It was her first and, date. Uh, she was there to look at stars. Yeah, she was. Have you so ever, innocent. By the way, have you ever been up no to Lake, Lake Herman Road I mean, in the her, middle of the night? Like no. in the middle of the day, it's terrifying. But you go up there in the middle of the night, there's no lights. There's barely street signs. And this is like a little path right off the side of the road. Uh, oh. it's ter it's, it's, it'd be terrifying in the middle of the night. So Miss, Miss Poor Betty Lou on her first date, and this guy takes her out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, she's already terrified. But, uh, or excited. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's looking at stars, guys. Anyways, so Lake Herman Road, uh, the, which is the outskirts of Vallejo, California. Um, David was shot once. Betty was shot five times with a twenty-two pistol. And uh, though I couldn't find any major like tie-ins other than one other case, but uh, I guess the ammo was important because the, the authorities talked about it, but it was uh, a Winchester-coated long rifle ammo. Um, dude, shot him with a rifle. Well, no, I shot him with a pistol, but it was rifled ammo. I guess. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's a twenty-two pistol. Yes. Yeah. You. You'd know Why would more you about this shoot Wait. someone with a twenty-two pistol? Rifled or rifled? I, I was under the impression that he had shot him with like a nine millimeter because I know that some of the other murders were nine millimeter. Yeah. Right? So some of them were the twenty-two, and that's why that's why I, I pulled this information because it. I was trying to go like, man, it was so different. So many of these like. He even stabbed a couple, which we'll talk about here in a second. Yeah. So some got stabbed. I think that at some point it gets to the height of now it's hit the media. And I think there's a reason for that. I think it was intentional. This one, he actually tells them to get out of the car. They get out of the car and then they get shot. Well, he, according, uh, because I think, um, I was trying to figure this out. Like, how did they? The she got shot in the back. That, that, she did. Yeah. They were both, when they were found, they were both dead on the ground. So that there was bullet, a bunch of bullet holes in the back of the car. And so authorities are suggesting that he shot at the car to get them to come out. Okay. And then shot them. So, uh, again, David got shot in the head, and then she got shot five times in the back. Uh, Probably, the was Zodiac, she trying to run away? Yeah. Possibly. I mean, yeah, if like she shoot, it, you know, listen, if I'm going to take some people out and there's a guy and a girl there, I'm taking the guy out first. Oh, yeah, because he's, right? he's going to put up the biggest So fire, right? it would make sense why someone got shot in the back if she's running away from him. He's like, ah, Betty Lou's on her first date. She's no threat. Oh, this is the this one where they out. both died. Yes. They this both is died. the very first one that See, they both what's died. What's confusing about this is he loves to kill people, like couples in their cars. Yeah. So like there's multiple of these like instances. Well, and so the first two that supposedly they tie in to yeah. the 1960s, it was, in, it was two individuals, but yeah. all the rest that he did in Northern California were couples. Well, were people that were together. Because uh, we'll talk about the next one a little 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 bad situation there. Uh, but the police chief, John Lynch at the time, he believed that David had some kind of like he he had some underground information about a big drug deal that was gonna go down and that he was openly speaking about it, and that's you know, what they believed was the reason for the killings. And then the Zodiac comes and claims it, per, even provides details that only the killer and the police would have known. So Well, he does he claims it much later. He claims it after the second incident. Yeah, he, he does claim. Yeah, because I right. know basically they were grasping for straws. They were they didn't really right. know what was going on. So the chief was like, it has to be assuming this is why it's happening. He has ties to this. Yeah. Uh, but there was no proof or evidence of what was going on. Uh, but that moves right. us into the next one, right? The next one is also in Vallejo. It is. Yes. N um, it was at the parking lot of the Blue Rock Springs Park, which is actually right next to the golf course. So. For oh. anyone that's played golf down there, you've probably parked in the parking lot that this happened. I uh, I saw I I pulled up photos online and I was like, "Hey, I parked there before. That's where uh, I went and played the back nine or something there." <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, that's, and where these two people were murdered. Hey, he's like, he's like, man, two over, but hey, we're right here near the murder. <laughs> At least I'm not dead. Yes, 
At least I'm alive, hitting some golf balls. Uh, the next two, Darlene and Mike. Now, I was reading through Darlene and Mark, Mike's case. Um, <laughs> Darlene was married. Nice. And she was out with Mike. Mike is not her husband. Mm. In fact, Darlene's husband was one of the first known suspects for this particular murder. Uh, Mike survived this. Now, Darlene was shot nine times. Mike was shot four. This time with a nine millimeter pistol, as Andy had talked about. So, again, and this seven months later that this one occurred. Um, this was in the summer. That previous one was in the winter. And so, nine millimeter p- pistol. Uh, Darlene was married. Mike got a he, he got a good look at the guy and described him as a five foot eight to five foot nine white male, late twenties, early thirties, and um, that will come up a little bit later. But again, first suspect was Darlene's husband and ex-husband, which... You don't actually have it identified here, but I, I know that it was in hours of the actual incident that the Zodiac called dispatch in Vallejo oh. and told them that he was the one that had killed the individuals at Christmas up at Lake Hermit Road. Before he killed these two? No, 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 no. Oh, no. He, After this incident, within yeah. a couple of hours of this incident, he reported the crime and said, I was the one that did this. And I'm also the one that did the two teenagers up in the hills. Yeah, exactly. right. And I killed those two kids. And I up killed up those two kids. And I killed those two people yeah. up at Lover's Lane. Yeah. So this was the first. I don't know why. I don't know it why was making black. out. And then this one, this one was cheap. Yeah. You know, I was like, and I was, I mean, this is the 60s. So I'm sure there was like no real recording of it, but I was like trying to find a recording of this call online and there's nothing. I couldn't find anything, but yeah. I thought it may be a little interesting to hear what he sounded like. Right. Uh, but technology wasn't quite there yet but anyways no so he, he this is the first time that we have true interaction with dispatch hold on, hold on sir we got to press play on our record on our analog right. tape recorder right so he he actually reports <laughs> like he's giant to my understanding is he reports <laughs> the crime before anyone else does so oh. they, they hadn't even found the bodies he reports the crime and says hey i've killed somebody or i've killed two individuals i've also killed the ones up on lake herman road uh during christmas it was like december sometime oh yeah he and he correctly identified everything uh, from, from what I got here. And also in July 31st, so at the end of that same month, is when the Times-Herald letter was sent in. There's actually three letters. So oh, three, yes. There were three letters. It was the San Francisco Chronicle, the San Francisco Examiner, and then the Times-Herald okay. for Vallejo. Um, and all three letters said the same thing, right? Do you remember what they said? It was this idea that, you, you know, I'm going to keep killing unless you publicize this, if you put it on your front page. And there was a what is it called? A cipher. A cipher, but the cipher was in three different pieces and it required all three pieces to be posted in the newspaper in order for the cipher to disclose what he, he said was his name. He said his identity is in the, the, the translation of this cipher. Right, in which they, they deciphered pieces, and we'll get into this later, um, but it wasn't until actually recently that they believe that they've cracked a majority, if not all of it. Um, now, the, the one thing about Mike... So in 1991, okay, so we're talking 22 years later, 1991, Mike then was shown some photos of some individuals and picks out a gentleman by the name of Arthur Lee Allen. But when they asked him what took him so long, and this is, this is in the FBI police report, he says, uh, I was never shown pictures before. I was only given names. Okay, well, you gave a guy a name, and it's not like the Zodiac Killer ran up and like, hey, my name's Arthur, now you're going to die. He was given names. This is what this guy said. He was never shown pictures before, and and so when they show him pictures, he picks out this Arthur Lee Allen. The the report said that this, and in the article that was attached to, said it could have, this could be truly the biggest blunder by a police department in law enforcement history. Uh, I don't know. We're going to get to one later on. I don't know if you know about uh, the one in San Francisco. Oh, okay. That one Listen, probably, I'm sorry. That one's the biggest if blunder. you've got names of people, you've got pictures. Like, <laughs> where whole, were the pictures then? This whole case is the biggest blunder. Is the, right? <laughs> this guy's probably, this guy was kicking back, you know, chilling, just watching these different law enforcement agencies, all these different media sources, and, and this guy's getting a kick out of it. Total kick out of it as he makes a mockery of, of all these trained professionals. Uh, so July 5th of 1969 was Darlene and Mike. And then we move on to September 27th of 69. And we have Cecilia Shepard and Brian Hartnell. Again, uh, this was at Lake Berryessa near Napa, California. Again, we have another couple doing a little, uh, a little ride in park. A little, uh, hey, let's go hang out. 
um, I think the kids call it Netflix and chill. Right, ride and park and ride. So this time they were not in the. (laughs) This time they were not in the car. You guys are killing me. (laughs) It wasn't Netflix and chill. What would it be back then in the Uh, '69? I don't know. know. Crossword and chill. AM radio and chill. <laughs> what do you got? So they, they were they weren't actually in the car. They were on like the side of a hill by a tree. This is the one like the the most popular scene when you think of movies from Zodiac. They have this scene where they're by a lake and there's that single tree. Well, and it was it, they they approximate the murder at six fifteen. Yeah, so they were probably having a nice little picnic. I mean, it could have still been daylight. I mean, it's September. Uh, so they're hanging out, and the Zodiac killer gets a little more brutal. He decides with a uh, investigator say 10 to 12 inch blade stabs Cecilia 10 times, five in the front and five in the back. Uh, Brian stabs six times. Brian, like Mike, survived. Okay, so Brian got away. Actually, uh, I guess some people saw them or saw some stuff or heard screams and called authorities and that kind of what made him stop doing what he was doing so it's i think he i don't think he was done with brian maybe but this is the one where he wears this is where i was talking about where the media gets involved so the media comes now we've got these letters uh which you know i'm never a fan of the idea of broadcasting what a serial killer is doing or giving him some kind of notoriety because i think it only goes to the fires him up i think it fires him up right yeah. gives him gives him the attention puts him on a plat you know platform to where they can react and so this is where we see they don't actually see a face Right, because Brian lives, they see a man wearing a executioner style like hood with the zodiac symbol on it, yeah. and uh, they know him. To, they basically describe him to be a heavy set man with brown hair and because they can see it. Foot. Brian well, the explanation was they said it was like five nine to six foot. So he's he's t- he's a taller yeah. individual, but yeah, they they this is the first time where we really see that he's a heavier set man. Like he's explained as like a heavier set guy, like twenty to two hundred to two hundred twenty pounds. I believe was the argument, but. I thought I thought I heard that they were tied up. Like he yeah. got up there, he tied them he up, and then stabbed them. He, he approached dead. them with a gun. He said, "Hey, yeah, you need to." I, he basically told them something like, "I'm on the run. I need I'm, I need you to give me your money and stuff like right. that." But I'm going to tie you up first. And he he had a rope on him, and he was like, "Oh, hey, I need you to tie her up." So he told the guy to tie the girl up. So he, and after the girl was tied up, then he tied the guy up, and then after that, things took a turn where he pulled out the knife and just started. Drilling into her, yeah, yeah, and just the. I think like this guy, he like said like the screams because he's the one who ended up living. He said the screams were just it's something I cannot get out of my head, like her screaming as as she was being stabbed, like slowly, slowly stabbed, and it's severe PTSD. But he had so you know we're talking about people hearing him scream. He had so much time that I believe that if I understood it correctly, he wrote messages. Was it in blood? I don't know. I don't. I I don't think they ever specified it was in blood, but he writes a message on the side of the car and symbols. And symbols, and basically symbols, his yep. signature, yep. and he identifies the other two murder or the other two murders, right? The teenagers and on like Herman Road, the people in the parking lot at the golf course park, uh, and now this one. And he he at this last one he writes the entire date out, September uh, was it twenty seventh, nineteen sixty nine, and he, and then writes below that by knife. So he's identifying and saying, "I've done these." Oh, and this, and he wrote the previous murders yeah he did that's what i said he wrote the first two and then he wrote this most recent one fully out he said that this murder was committed by knife uh it's insane it's insane the and then he like ran off into the city of napa and called the 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 authorities from a payphone and claimed the attack they went to this payphone they traced it and uh they pulled some prints so now they've got some prints they've got footprints thinking you know suggesting the guy's about 200 10, 220 pounds. Military style shoes. Yes, which we will get into yes. deeper uh, it's a for good, sure. It's yeah, a good point crazy. to bring up is, that the shoe prints that were found in Napa at the Berryessa yes. site were military issue, yep. or at least that's what they believed. Correct. Based on the tread. So poor Cecilia. Rip. How come the guys are surviving? Well, I don't like, he's got something issues there, which we may tie in a little bit here in a second, or a few minutes. Uh, Paul Stein. Now, um, oh, so this, he was also in Northern California, but so this is a standalone individual. This is an SF. This was a in San This Francisco, is the one that's kind of weird. The, the Presidio Heights. This one's, this one's different. It's, it it's, is different. He's getting a little more. Yeah. So this is not even, not even a month later. We're like talking two weeks later. Um, now it's in San Francisco, Presidio Heights. You ever been to the Presidio? So that's, that's where it took place. This individual was a cab driver. 
he was shot in the head, back with the 9mm pistol, but authorities say not the same one that was used on Darlene and Mike. So a different 9mm, which, hey, they're probably pretty cheap back then, I guess. Um, and this time, so before, there was never anything taken. This time, this guy's wallet and keys were taken, and a large portion of uh, his shirt was torn and taken. Fingerprints were recovered. They've also found some black gloves and uh, some witnesses. Now we have witnesses, and the witnesses describe him as, here we go again, 25, or 30s, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, stocky build. They went as far as to say reddish-brown hair and them redheads. With a crew cut. Them redheads. Well, you, can't, you know what I mean? Like, mm. what do you them gingers? Like, you always got to worry about them. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, with a crew cut, yes. So, like, somebody in the military, right? The witnesses also saw this individual wiping down the they, inside of the crab. They did. So that's they, what, that's that what was, set them off. Yeah. The, that's, I, uh, the crab. Uh, <laughs> um, I wipe down my crab all the time. <laughs> yes, Got to remember to wipe down your crab before you eat them. It's important. Yeah. It's, it's crucial. I hate you guys sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Redhead crew cut. Redhead crew cut. Wiping down crabs. So, uh, yes, I guess he was. I guess that's Can we he, get to the was... flub now? This is the biggest flub by any law enforcement agency. This, oh, is, this you, is the one. I'm going to have you talk because I must have missed that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so that, oh, I did. Yeah, you know this I'm going to let you handle this. Yeah. I think I read a little bit, but yeah. you probably got a little so, more on it. So, they, they call in, right? The, the, the call. Yeah. And, and somehow, <laughs> this is the one. maybe it's the <laughs> 60s. I don't know. <laughs> The law enforcement, so dispatch relays the information to the officers in the area yeah. that they're looking for an African-American male. And they describe him as a white male with red hair. Correct. They explain and- that it's a crew cut, <laughs> glasses, a whole thing. The, the two officers in the area stop a white male with a red hair and a crew cut about the age, about the height, about the weight with glasses. Yes. Question him, but let him go because he's not African-American and that's who they're looking for. Yeah. This is funny because well, it, it, it's funny because it comes up later in a letter where the well, Zodiac basically identifies himself and says, you could have caught me at the park. No. And this is, so this is what happened. So the officers actually, they report that they, once they figure out, once they get the actual description, the two officers report that they seen him from a distance. But when the Zodiac reports, they say, he says in a letter, like you had me, I was talking to you. And so later the cops are, are, yeah, and, and interrogated again like interviewed again like hey he's saying that he talked to you and they were like and they confirmed yes he did so they <laughs> at first they're like oh no we saw him from a distance <laughs> just like, outside, oh yeah so we actually saw him i watched the <laughs> instantly video. fired we had some Starbucks. we had some coffee with him we yeah. kicked it back had a donut hey, it's not their fault at the end of the day they based off the description that they had they questioned the individual he must have given him answer the guy's not an idiot right he's alluded <laughs> people this whole time but the reality is they stop him at no point the guy had blood on him. I mean, I, I know he shot someone from behind, with the, like, but he was able to somehow clean himself up, and it was right before the park. I actually watched a video where people drive by the area that he got stopped and questioned. It's only like 100 yards from the park entrance, and that's where he ended up going and hiding, which he mentions in, a, in like a third or fourth letter, you had a chance in catching me and he, and if he you sends, had searched the park. And he sends uh, a piece of the shirt with yep. that letter. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, this is the guy. So, uh, so that's Mr. Where, officer, you guys spoke to him. That's where the well, letters become. Uh, <laughs> that's where the the proof of the five individuals at, at work. The five individuals come into play, right? So there's all these other. We're going to get in some more, but there's more individuals that they try to tie back to the zodiac, and it's grown beyond that. But the five individuals that they can confirm all get confirmed through these letters, and the letters all seem to have proof. They usually identify something that wasn't out in the public, or they identify something like he had a piece of Paul Stein's shirt ripped with the blood of Paul Stein on it. Right. Um, so he, that it's during the letters that he starts to identify himself as the Zodiac killer with the symbol. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it, it just, what a misstep. But the the what worst a misstep. part of that whole story is like, you're the dispatcher. These people called in, they're like, yeah, five foot nine, white male, red hair. And you're like, uh, officers, he's black. <laughs> hey, you uh, know what? I'm going <laughs> to, I don't know how things black were run. Me. How did you, <laughs> did they? They should have put her or him in jail. That dispatcher should be going to jail. That's all I got to say. That's horrible. There's, there's well, lots. it's not the dispatcher's fault. It, it was There were teenagers who witnessed uh, the guy like cleaning the cab and saw yeah. the guy. And thought, yes, but they're the like, oh, yeah, he's black. 
No, 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 but no, they no, got no, 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 white male. The, they, they, they have I, the trance logs and the trance logs say it like show that these individuals explained him as a white male with rimmed glasses and a, red hair and a crew cut. The FBI report says that it the shows full that report was that description. The dispatcher was the one so that messed it up. My, uh. my only issue is, is that I'm assuming that they have audio logs of this interaction and that's yeah. how they're able to tell that. My, right. my guess is if I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, which I can't, yeah. right? This is 1969. We don't really know what's happening. Maybe she said black because that's what she, she interpreted. She five different calls of five she, different things. She, she could have, right? mixed it up. And yeah. it's possible that we're talking about the 69. Maybe when this person called in, the phone broke up or something happened and that's how she interpreted the call. I don't know, but that was, it's considered one of the biggest, flo- I mean, they could have caught him. <laughs> They talk to him, <laughs> and it's insane. It's insane. Um, with, this Co- in- with Cody's boy Zoe, Miss Zoe was Zoe. Oh no, this is my boy Arthur. Oh, oh <laughs> my god! Oh, we know who Cody's. <laughs> you, you stuck on Arthur Lee, Arthur Lee Allen, my boy. Arthur. I have a really twenty-two years different later. theory on all this. It's either my boy Arthur or my boy Kane. I I will my boy Kane. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's another. Yes. Oh yeah, we have. We, have, about we got some theories. About I, I got some yeah. theories too. So let's. Uh, yeah, let's go through this. Um, I'm gonna quickly go through the southern, the first Southern California one. The second one is the most important one, um, and it, because it ties in a lot of stuff later. But uh, the first Southern California one in 1962, April, was a guy named Ray Davis, another cab driver. Uh, this cab driver was shot with a 22 long rifle ammo, um, and the reason they just kind of put this together with the Zodiac is that this, the similarities were that it was a shooting a cab driver to death um, in the wealthiest neighborhood of the city, calling the police to take credit, contacting the police to warn of future murders, openly stating his intent was to baffle the police, uh, making a, a, um, a bust the subject of a death threat, displaying no obvious motive for murder, and using the 22. So that's, they're taking that, all that information, and they're going, all right, Ray Davis was possibly the Zodiac. Now, brings us to Sherry Joe Bates. Sherry Joe Bates, they had a lot of back and forth for a long time about Sherry Joe. But in the recent events, again, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, that Sherry Joe Bates, she was a college student at Riverside City College. Um, she was beaten and then stabbed multiple times. And this was October 30th, 1966. This is before all the stuff. This was before this is like the, the 68 to 69. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and again, this stuff happened. The Zodiac hadn't happened yet. So they just figured it's another college murder. And, but when, after all the Zodiac stuff happened in the 60, in 68, 69, they come back to this. The officials come together from different police departments and they go, okay, let's start analyzing. And so what we have is, is, is a similar stabbing like the one that happened in Napa. Um, and real quick, just to throw this piece out, a wristwatch was found at the scene, and that will come in a little important here in a few. Um, but in 1971, so two years after the last Northern California registered murder, a, the Zodiac sent a letter to the LA Times claiming responsibility for Sherry Joe. Um, a confession letter was mailed also from Riverside on November 29th, 1966. So basically a month after the murder, to the Riverside Police and the Riverside Press Enterprise news, newspaper and included details that were never disclosed and known only by the police. So these, they're, they're putting these things together. Handwritings look similar. Um, and then in, in a month after that, a desk. And this is where it gets crazy because it's like it, it, it wasn't until after all the 69 murder stuff that they come back and they go, okay, we, we should analyze this. But a desk in the college library had a poem scratched into the surface and this you guys want to hear what it said yeah okay so the poem said sick of living unwilling to die cut clean if red clean blood spurting dripping filling all over her new dress oh well it was red anyway life draining into an uncertain death she won't die this time someone i'll find her just wait till next Cryptic, right? It didn't really rhyme. Kind of a poor poem. poems. Don't have to rhyme. Uh, well that, I know that good the, ones do. That the I know. Well, listen, it ain't a rap song. Listen, um, if Tupac had written it. It'd have been legit. It, it, maybe it that's was, why he got shot. 
Um, for another time, we got another one. <laughs> That's a whole other. I'll, I'll note one thing. So we we haven't really gone into like the depth of the letters. There were a, a lot of letters yes. that were written. I believe all the way up until 1974. I, I'm I'm not and the very last letter I think I did because there was like long periods of time where there were no letters. Um, the letters at the very end claim that he had killed like 37 people, but a lot of those are unfounded, right? We've never been able to identify those individuals yeah. or murders or whatnot. But one of the lever- letters, the letter that was, that had been sent, but all, at certain point, I think starting at letter like three or four, he started to address the himself in the very beginning of the letter saying that this is a Zodiac speaking. Right. So it was usually like an identifier. Now, I'm sure there were plenty of copycats and I've got my own theories on the copycats, but he always wrote it, started out the same way, and the handwriting was pretty spot on for most of these letters. One of and the later letters, uh, he does say at the very bottom, and I want to bring this up, it says, this is where a lot of the ties started. It says, I do have to give them credit for stumbling across my Riverside activity. He goes, but they are only finding the easy ones. So he acknowledges in a letter, the person that's been writing all this time, that he is responsible for the Riverside killing. So that's really the biggest tie there. There's also another tie. We talk about the watch uh, when we get to a candidate. The, yeah. the watch actually has paint splattered on it. That's, that's relevant. That is very relevant. It's very relevant yep. to um, the case that they ended up trying to supposedly solve uh, at the end of 2021. So right. w- what's the next thing? Are we going to go into the main suspects? Oh, okay, here we go. Well, we're going we're gonna to go a little bit into the, into the ciphers. Um, we've talked about it some, but... Basically, uh, for, for all y'all listening, you know, a, a cipher is just a, it's a bunch of letters and symbols, and when decoded, they create words. Um, one, was, one cipher or one letter, um, it, was, it was deciphered, or at least a portion of it was, that says, this is the Zodiac speaking, by the way, have you cracked the last cipher I sent you? My name is, and um, the follow-up series had 13 symbols, which never could be cracked, right? They believed that it hit his name. Um, one big one, though, that had 30, 340 characters was the FBI recently cracked, right around the... Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I couldn't actually find the date of when it was cracked, but this is what it said. And guy's so cryptic. Let me tell you. He says, uh, I hope you're having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show. So I guess there was somebody that called into a TV show claiming to be... Yeah, he wanted to talk with a lawyer. Uh, the lawyer said, talked with him on television and said they would meet at a location. The guy never showed. So uh, he was confirming that it was not him. Was not he him. was being, you know, that yeah. person was being played. And then he said, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to the paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me, which um, we will tie in minute so it's an important line because i now have enough slaves to work for me remember that where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise so they are afraid of death i'm not afraid because i know that my life is life will be an easy one in paradise death so that that's what the fbi decoded out of that 340 character cipher again our 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 buddy the zodiac is fairly cryptic now let's get into suspects but before I get into the most recent suspect, um, I know one of you guys or both of you guys have some some thoughts on or have some usual suspects, some potential suspects. Um, before we delve into the guy that they are like super confident, the one that they just discovered back in October of 2021. Yeah. So you want to talk about was it Alan? Is that the that's the main one you were talking about initially, right, Cody? You that you brought up. Oh, or, or, sorry. Arthur Lee Allen. Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't even I don't have anything in front of me to talk about him or anything like that. I just know he's a huge suspect in this case, um, along with because he had been interviewed multiple times. Yeah. His house had been searched multiple times. He had been arrested a few times for it, um, yeah. but they were never able to pin it on him. Uh, I don't have the details in front of me either. I, I should have had 
the biggest thing from Arthur Lee Allen that is why I say that is because in 73, that's when the letters stopped. I mean, there was a 74. Gap. So he stops in 74. He gets married, right? No, he gets put in a, an asylum for like child. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking about one of the uh, other guys. Yeah. Yes, he does get he gets arrested for child molestation. Yeah. And he gets put into like a letter stop. And the letter stop. Not to mention Mike <clears throat> pegged him in 1991 through photos. Right. Right. Yeah. But here's my only concern the with him. Is that right. Yeah. My only concern with him is that he fits the build of the early ones, like right. the one in Vallejo or the two in Vallejo and the one in, in Berryessa. But he doesn't fit the one in San Francisco. Uh, they said he was a lighter build. I think they explained to him to be about 170 to 190 pounds. He was 5'8 to 6 foot, somewhere in that range. Um, white male, crew cut, glasses. Um, there's never mention of glasses before. They don't really talk much about the hair, but they do talk <laughs> about him being a stocky build in like three of the, fir the first three murders. Can I just say, this is the 60s and 70s. Didn't every white male wear thick rim glasses and have uh, uh, crew cuts back then? I don't know. But not every one of them had red hair. Took the shirts. The, the, oh, big, the biggest thing to take away from you, this. Those guys are sketchy. You got to watch them. The biggest thing to take away from this is the weight. It is, it right. is very hard to distinguish, to, to say 175 to 220. Those are very different looks. And right. every explanation in the first three murders were that he was a stocky person. Well, at least in the first two, because you really, the third, the second one. Well, the Berryessa, they said that the deep footprints. Deep footprints. Said that it was and 210 to 220. The, the man, yeah. or what's his name, lived. Brian lived right. and stated that he had brown hair that was coming out the holes of the mask and that he was a of stocky build, somewhere in the 200 to 225. So if he's a 5'8", 200, you know, he, he's yeah. my size. Like he's a big, he's, he's a, a big, big dude, dude. right? Yeah. Um, with a big head. So that, that yeah. mat, like there, it, so it's hard for me to say that. That's why he's so angry. You would super, I, so he's again, like, the San Francisco <laughs> murder. Carry this thing. The San Francisco murder had eyewitnesses from a window, so not really close. But the two officers interviewed this man or talked to this man, and they they narrowed it down to like 175 to 180 pounds, five eight. Like he was a much slenderer person. Um, and so this is where that second candidate comes in, and it's I can't remember the guy's full name, but he goes by the by the nickname. His surname is K, uh, but he goes by Kane. Uh, and it's, uh, what's his oh, name? Is so this Levi is your boy Kane. Kane or Ryan, because his name was also found in one of the ciphers, uh, like that, uh, comes it's up a, in there. It's a bit of a stretch. It is a stretch, but because it does they come up take in those there. letters. They take those letters and they, it spells Kane. Yeah. And then there's three symbols that look like an eight circled. And if you go eight, 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 it equals 24. And he was born in 1924. So, so it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. But well, his name does come up in the, so in my is name he? is like, what, what, what's anything crazy had, about him, special about him? He had ties with. The uh, so one of the uh women, I think it was either the first one or the second one, one of the women at like Lovers Lane or whatever. Yeah. They yes. he had ties with her because she worked at a wait. She was a waitress, and he would always come in and like bother her and like try to like talk to her and stuff like that. But she wouldn't give him the time of day. And so when she was murdered, he was one of the suspects that came up as it because people were like, "Oh, that guy yeah, was super creepy." Actually, yeah. another and I don't remember which which one it was, but I it may have been Darlene uh had a a love interest or some, maybe this is the one we're talking about that he was interested in her by the name of Lee and he, his middle name was Lee and he went by Kane, but he often used his first, his middle name as his name and went short. I'm just going to be honest. I hope Lee. it wasn't Darlene. She was a, she was a floozy. If it was Darlene, it might have been, she was already out I mean, there it with, been. with, with, was it Mike? I've got, a, I've got a theory here though. Yeah. Right. So married and doing stuff she shouldn't be doing. We know that there's already been copycat killings on the, on the Zodiac. Right. I don't know if you guys know about it, but like in the early nineties, uh, there was the the New York Zodiac killer, right? Right, yeah. killed five people and did a lot of the same stuff and claimed to be copycatting the Zodiac. But we know that it happened, and we even know that there was a lot of it happening during this time, trying to explain it all. Um, is it possible that there were two of them? Well, Not just one individual. Well, I don't. There's think possible. So. There's there's possible. There's a little mini cult, actually. I mean, it would make sense, and we're gonna go into that. And that's where, like, the most recent suspect, he's got some stuff that is possible that he actually had a posse. Now, remember that one of those ciphers, it says, because I now have enough slaves to work for me. That was in the cipher, right? And uh, well, so we're going to get in. Is this, like, some known thing that if you go around killing people, those people become your slaves in the afterlife? No. Like, I, I've never so heard I don't of think, this, but that's so kind of crazy. This is not, so they're not talking about the killings. Um. That, okay, so let's just I, talk about it. I think he was. About, I think he was talking about the people that possible. he murdered as becoming his slaves now. But the FBI are tying in 
it a little deeper to uh, um, the current most so, most recent suspect. By the way, this current person was denounced by the FBI. The FBI did did say yes. Well, they, the they FBI have not said closed that there's it. not enough evidence. But here we're gonna get this guy. Yeah, yeah, like. Crazy. So this is the coolest like, one because is, it's happening now. Right now. Right? It happened 2021, the end of October. I think I remember texting you, Cody, like, no, no way. They have information that they're currently, as we speak, right this minute, working on. Yeah. Because, uh, and we're going to get into it, but even down to, like, potentially where some of the weapons have been hidden. Right? And so they're working on this. Right now, as we speak, FBI. Anyway, so let's just talk about him. The guy's name is Gary Francis Post. Okay? So, um, Recently, or you know, maybe over the last year or two, a group of 40 investigators made up of ex-law enforcement, DO, uh, Department of uh, Defense, medical doctors, journalists, Army counter- counterintelligence officers, and some doctors believe they've cracked the case. Now, the same, the same group of uh, power-smart people believe they've also cracked D.B. Cooper and Hoffa, so that, you know... You know, I'd be interested to see what, what happens with that stuff. Cause we'll I know they're gonna be, that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, and so the, uh, first and foremost, a couple of the things that they've, that they're tying this Gary guy to. So, you know, there's the sketch that, um, took that of the Zodiac suspect. killer, yeah, right? The one, well, there's actually two, there's but they're two. together, but they're, that's the, when you think of the Zodiac killer, that's the one that we see. One of the standout pieces, um, is a, a scar across the forehead. And uh, Gary has um, this same scar. Like, I mean, it, the way it was described, and then they look at pictures of Gary. They actually, I saw pictures, the FBI showed, you can find pictures of Gary, like 30, 50, and then a little before he died. And it's like, that's- Well, he got arrested much later in life too. And there's an older one. And it even, you can even still see the scar in the there. picture. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so Gary was an ex, or he was an Air Force veteran. So, so military, the right? boots, the boots, uh, a, he was a house painter, right? So the so, watch, so the, the watch paint in Southern splatter? California, it had, uh, paint splatter on it. Uh, Gary was married to a woman named Mary Post and they had one son. Um, the, this is the report from the FBI said that when they broke that 340 character cipher. They said it this is it was it was very vague, but it said having Gary's full name, first, middle, last, is what helped us break the cipher. And this was the so so I looked it up, right? There were four ciphers in total. The right. first two were solved relatively quick, quick within, yeah. within mm-hmm. the first couple of years. Uh the last two were not solved until fifty one years later, which right. was this most recent year. And they they deciphered the both the last two. Now, was that one the one you read, was that the one that had been deciphered yes. recently? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to look up exactly what it said, but that's the one you read earlier. Okay, good. So, and again, so they're FBI is quoting, stating that they used his full name, they, that having his full name helped him break the cipher, right? So, <laughs> tying this together, uh, Post was in Southern California, right around the time of those two Southern California um, incidences, getting medical checks, checkups, so they, they know this by record, um, at March Air Force Base, which was only 15 miles away from the merge. From the college campus, yeah. From the college campus one. Um, and also that the, that's the Bates, that's the uh, Sherry Sherry Bates Bates murder. She also had, I guess in her hand, she had some clenched hair and it matches his, his hair. I don't actually, actually, no, 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 no. No, there have been requests to run his DNA against the lick on the stamp. Yep. And, um, the hair that was in her hands. The problem here is, is that Riverside police department is standing firm on the fact that there is no Zodiac tie to this and that they know who it was that was writing the letters to the news. So there, there is no connection (laughs) or working together between Riverside police and the rest of this, this group. Uh, and so because of that, this resistance, they've not been able to run the DNA against the stamp, the, the saliva. So we'll go back to this because it just popped in my head. The saliva in 2002, they were able to run DNA against that saliva and rule candidates out. When they ran Arthur Lee against that DNA, it ruled him out. Now that doesn't rule the fact out that maybe he didn't lick the stamps, maybe he just he he used water or whatever. But there was DNA and saliva present. They don't know who did it, so there, there was a lot of arguments that maybe he had someone else lick the stamps for him or whatever. But apparently, 
that was something that they were able to rule out. They want to see if they can run this against Gary Francis po- uh, Post yeah. and uh, see if this matches him, as well as the they said skin and hair underneath. So she got into some kind of altercation with him and was able to. And this is some of the stuff that they're they're that they're working on right now. Um, and it gets deeper. So apparently there are some sources, three individuals that tie Mr. Uh, Post a little bit deeper into this. This first one is where it gets really creepy. And this is where the FBI were talking about that line, talking about now I have slaves that work for me, which when you talked about, hey, is there possibly two? Is there more? So listen to what this guy says. So they, 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 they put him in quotes. It said he would be named Will. Okay. Um, it says that he claimed, Will claimed, Post had a criminal Zodiac posse that was uh, and that he was part of this posse and that he was groomed to kill and that uh, Will was, is currently, as we speak, in the uh, Pacific Northwest kind of hiding out, right? That um, Post had a, a weird love for killing, you know, animals and all sorts of other stuff. And Will supposedly told the authorities exactly where Post hid all the weapons. Apparently, he came to law enforcement in 2016, and there's just not enough for them to go off of. They had no ties to the to post to this incident, and it wasn't until he involved the news or the media outlet that the media got involved with this whole thing with uh, the case yeah. breakers, and they got involved. And now that the police department, they're all getting in on. It. But they're like, oh, yeah, he even said San Francisco incident again. He said that Post <laughs> had given him and some of the other guys caches. Or, or, or sorry, weaponries that had been used in these murders, and he, they were told and instructed to go hide. I guess these caches are on private property, and so part of the thing that they're working on right now is getting access, access to those yeah. things to be able to get it. So that's crazy. If you stop and think about this for a moment, right? Multiple different, you know, in some cases, you know, similar descriptions, but you had all these different descriptions. You have different, you know, you got prints, you got just a, a ton of different stuff. But one of the things that like always matched was the letters, right? All the letters, handwritings and these ciphers. But it wouldn't if if hypothetically Will is correct and the authorities discover and they get deeper into this and the Zodiac did not act alone. Right. Keep in mind, this guy, this guy was a military veteran. Right. So he, he's he's trained. He's he's taught to, to work in groups and. Um, and we're going to get deeper into Mr. Sinister Post here in a second, but Will's claiming he had a posse of people. He, and he was teaching them to kill. So, which may explain why there's different 22s, different nine millimeters, different blades. Who knows? We don't. Uh, this is all stuff that they are looking at right now. As well. Oh no, there's even more. So there, at one point, uh, and you, I don't know if you have that. I don't see it down here. They, somebody even reported that. They were storing weapons of his that he had given them later in life because this guy lived until he was like 80. He just passed in 2018. He passed in 2018. Yeah. Uh, mind you, I think it was like 2016. He was arrested and put into a mental facility for pushing his wife, who was 74, into the wall and breaking her pelvis in four places. So the guy was oh, yeah. very violent. Well, yeah. So. Um, but anyway, sorry. I, before I, before no, I you good. go, yeah, yeah. Um, s- some members of this posse had received gifts of weapons. Now, they may not have been the weapons that were used, but they were given. And uh, one of those, those people basically volunteered to give this to the case breakers. And I believe they found 50 weapons in the basement of this house that are all historical. And they came in and cleaned it out and, and took it to process this evidence. So this it's guy had crazy. Things, this guy had like, guns and he had everything for days. And, you know, this is all new information uh, technically to the, the law enforcement. So that's why FBI is like, well, it's still an open case. It's an open cold case. Right. Uh, so they're not going to come out and say this is for sure because they have to do their own due diligence. But yeah. Yeah, dude. I love that they're that they didn't give up, and that you know you're starting to find this like deeper, darker. I mean, because people people have been, been have known about the, the Zodiac since like in the '60s, right? So you've known about this guy. If this guy was in some like he created some mini cult, and yeah, the, and, it, and it was orchestrated though. I mean, we're we're talking it, it, if this is the case, he 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 lined it up well enough that it took over 50 years for stuff to start finding out. It, it could so. Benefit of the doubt, like it could also justify my theory on more than one person. Yep. Right. It yeah. could. The, the only thing that kind of goes against this, do you think about it for Arthur Lee, Arthur Lee Allen, mm-hmm. the dude went for years and he, he also died, I believe of a heart attack in like early two thousands for years being 
basically convicted. Like people were saying he did it, he did it, he did it. And we're still yeah. talking about today as him as a possible candidate, only for the DNA to prove that he wasn't. Now, well, the DNA because of a lick of a stamp. Correct. So one other guy in the posse licked the stamp. Correct. So that's what I'm but saying. Is they this, do enough there's no to, tie between Arthur Lee and these no, guys. No, there's the Mike. Mike picked him out in a, in, a, in a picture lineup. He picks out. So that's what I'm saying is Arthur, Arthur Lee could have been one of his posse members. That's all I'm saying. 30 years after the incident, one of the officers picks out Kane as the guy, as the, as the guy that they interviewed before going into the park. Right. Kane so was too. maybe all of these guys are tied into one big group. We don't know that. And it'd be interesting to see how this thing unfolds. But and if they're all, know, and if they're all simple minded men, I mean, you don't like you don't find I, any of these guys I, being like highly successful doctors or lawyers. Or anything. Okay. You, you, right, well, you can call them simple minded, but the fact that we've gone 50 plus years, no, I think their leader wasn't. <laughs> That's true. All I'm saying. Maybe like, if this is true. This guy's the mastermind. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll find out hopefully. I mean, hopefully they find enough and they can, they can start going, putting the pieces together with technology and everything. I know that. So, I mean, post had a daughter-in-law and, uh, she did claim that I guess when her 10-year marriage to his son was falling apart, that he sent a, quote-unquote her words, a posse to harass her and threaten her and everything and ended up forcing her way outside the state and to basically remove herself from their life. Um, this, this last, you know, uh, suspect kind of tying in Mr. Post, this one is slightly creepy. So Gwynny, Gwynny was a little girl who was babysat by Mr. and Mrs. Post when she was growing up. She said that he would take her often out, in fact, five, sometimes five days a week, to shoot and teach her how to shoot guns in, in the woods. Um, he said he was violent towards, she said he was very violent towards his, his wife, had a lot of uh, issues there. But this is where, I don't know, it, this one was, was, was kind of creepy in the fact that she says she decided to reach out to the wife who was in an assisted living home. And in one of the calls specifically, um, she stated that the wife said this, quote unquote, I'm sorry that I didn't tell the cops about his Zodiac past. Hmm. His wife said that to her and she went on record. And this was again, all part of this current investigation. So we have Mr. Post and then we have all these other suspects that they, they clearly had some tie enough that people are like, oh yeah, like, like Arthur. Okay, Arthur was picked out by Mike. Kane was picked out by police officers. And then we got this Will dude saying, hey, Post got a posse. Right? He got the PP. You know what? What? I mean? <laughs> what? The PP, the Post posse, bro. What? Stop. what? Listen, the PP. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, can we get a logo made? <laughs> Do not. Do not. <laughs> Uh, there is one thing we didn't mention, and what? it was the uh, the kidnapping. Did you hear about the kidnapping too? So it was, I think, 1971. There was a kidnapping of a woman and her baby, and how it was going is, is there was a car following behind another car. Ah. He he honks at her to get her attention. She pulls over. He says, "Your wheel looks like it's about to fall off. Let me give you a ride into town." They get out. And they find <laughs> that there's only one lug. That she has four lugs missing, and that it has one lug. So she is convinced. She's pregnant and has a one-year-old daughter. Oh, no. uh, She gets in the car with him to where he is making these passes at her that are making her extremely uncomfortable, drives around for almost two and a half hours before she finds an opportunity to jump out of the car at a stop sign and run. With her kid? With her kid. She doesn't oh. roll. It's not like they, they hit a stop sign. She gets out and she takes off. And like, tuck and roll, baby. I tuck guess he doesn't pursue her. Um, she's mentioned in the letters. He says that he's making a list of people, like, like, like scary list of people. And uh, she's mentioned in the letters as, as the woman and the baby in the letter. Uh, she huh. goes on later to say that because uh, she spent two and a half hours in the car with him. I believe she went on to identify Gary as the one uh, in, in photos. Oh, so I didn't see that. There's a bunch of ties in that, too. And uh, the evidence there is that because she was mentioned in the letter that it, there's a possible tie to that whole thing. Uh, but she didn't identify that until much later. And she's, you know, she's from Petaluma. So she's just like a local. She's not that yeah. far. She was visiting family. But just, I mean, terrifying, terrifying. So is it possible that Mr. Post and his uh, gang of ruffians were, were orchestrating this whole, I, I mean, here's this man. He died, what do you say, he was 80? I believe he was 80. In 2018. Yeah. So you've made it this whole time. You've done all this. 
And even now, even with all the technology, I mean, it sounds like they're, they're on his case, and, but the, the man's gone. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So if they uncover it and they're like, yep, yeah, post did it. I guess my question is, is you've got this will guy, right? He's still alive. Um, you know, do, do you arrest him? Do you, so do you go hunt down the rest of the posse? One of the trends that you see is, is this is not the only person that was, Hey, my father, like, there's books, hundreds of books of people coming out and say, my father did it. Yeah, my biological father. That. That yeah. was crazy. Right. But anyone that had, that had founding, right. Where they felt like they need to investigate this person. They didn't just background or DNA check the individual. They also did the person that reported it. And so in this particular case, I'm assuming that Will would have to go through the same thing. If yeah. they go up and they check this cash, I'm sure they're running blood tests, a DNA test against him on the stamp, and they're well, trying and, to see if there's any tie. And he's supposedly admitted to being a part of this yeah. murderous posse. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, post-wife definitely threw him under the bus. So Is it wife or ex-wife? I mean, she did get pushed into a wall and have her, you know, pelvis, pelvis bro- bone broken four times, so. You think she was like, I'm going to... He, he literally gonna, pushed her under a bus. I'm going <laughs> to... You know, under a bus, a bus, a bus, a bus. I'm having troubles talking tonight, slurring. Um, yeah, so crabs and bushes, and yeah, Bush. we got it. Yeah, <laughs> God, you guys suck. <laughs> um, before who knows? I mean, Gary Post, I, I, I look forward to we'll have to keep an eye on it. And if, if something really does unfold and just kind of throw it back up on some information for, for all of our listeners. Like, Hey, like this is, this is what the FBI found. And Again, this is, this is just n- notoriety, right? So we, yeah. we, we mentioned, cause we live in California. This is a big thing for us, but this is huge. I mean, there was movies made and I know you're going to go into the movies here in a second, yes. just to kind of wrap up everything. But like everyone in the United States, at least the United States has, has to ha- have an understanding of what happened with the Zodiac. Killer. Oh, they they have to know. Right. Uh, and, and, it would be nice after 50 something years to have a resolution to it. I mean, at least for the families. Right. But at the end of the day, yeah. uh, I think people want to know, nobody wants the story that's just open-ended. At least not me. I want a little resolution. You watch a movie and it just doesn't resolve. You're frustrated and angry. So yeah, you want a little bit of resolution. The, uh, the, the movie, the, uh, the one that pops in my mind the most is the 2007 one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. They made, yeah, they made a movie called the, they called it, Zodiac. It's called Zodiac. And that one is actually 100% based on the fact that Arthur Lee uh, Allen is the killer. Yeah. Uh, because that entire movie is wrapped around, uh, I think, a cartoonist from one of the newspaper articles right. who, who's like, you know. Which is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. And, and he spends, it's been a long movie. time since I've watched that movie. I thought I should watch it before we did this, but I didn't want it to pull any, pull sway, any of my, sway, sway my opinions, you know. Yeah. The Hollywood magic behind it. Yeah. But I mean, that was working with what information they had at the time it makes the most sense that he would be the guy because of everything that was stacked against them. And that yeah. he was pointed out and multiple m- occasions. Mike said, Hey, that's him. Did you see the movie? Yeah. I watched the movie. Yeah. It was good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe they'll, maybe they'll redo it now that Gary posts, I guess it's going to be anticlimactic though. If it is, if they're just like, boom, solid evidence, it's Mr. Post. Oh and no. Like, he's it already won't passed. Be anticlimactic. I mean, I guess he's already passed, but they're going to want to know that information. And I would assume that if it is indeed him, that at some point we will get ties back to Riverside where they do have the blood against them. Yeah. Right. Cause I'd be interested to see, and they may end up finding more victims because of this. Right. right? He, he claims 37 in the letter. Um, I believe Gary post or one of them gets married in 1974. I believe he's the, he's the one that gets married in 1974 to his wife. And that's why the letters stop. Oh. Uh, there's that tie too. Um, he's like, ah, I got a lady now. I'm good. But I mean, just, the biggest thing for me is I, I was always when I when I watch it back and I read it back and the incident the way things happened, it's a ten month period. If we're not ta- if we're not counting the early sixties ones, right. it's ten months, right? It's now in the media and it's definitely in the Bay Area, right? Here we heard it in San Francisco, everywhere. To me, it just feels like it's more than one guy. I know nobody wants to believe that we want it to be this one guy, the Zodiac killer, but because of the difference in descriptions and everything we saw, it yeah. just points to me, it points to two different people, but the letters are what tie everything together to one individual. And that's all I'm saying. Like, I think, I think this guy quite possibly, I mean, I, I couldn't find anything on his like intellectual background or something, but he's, he's ex air force. Air force does have a you know a little higher standard than some of the other militaries as far as, um, you know, intelligence, intelligence. And so he was ex air force. Um, and it's quite possible that he orchestrated this thing. Like he's like, hey, this is how we're not going to get caught. 
each one of you, you're all going to look different, this he's, and that. It, and it's then it's technically a biker gang without bikes, right? right? Like he's a guy that's running Northern California. got his posse up in the mountains, hiding guns. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, the campfire gang. I'm sold. I need to see more about it. I really like to see what comes out from it. Hopefully it doesn't stretch out another 10 or 15 or 50 years. We get right. kind of closure to it, but, um, yeah, I mean, they're getting after it. They solved Hoffa. Can't wait to find that one. We'll see. Curious. We'll see. The only skepticism I'm going to add to the group of the case breakers, the main guy, the guy that got them all together is a former Hollywood producer. Oh, right. I, I was that, reading yeah. that. And the guy that's in, the guy that's in front of the camera, he's always like, you should watch our DM or DB yeah. Cooper documentary. I, I think there's a little bit of money drive behind it. At the end of the day, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's great that you've got people that are, you know, armchair slews and doing all this stuff. Right. But, you know, well, I think there's always going to be a Hollywood tie. Yeah, but I mean the the there's a handful that are army counterintelligence. No, no, the, they were are, they were listing off. It wasn't just army, army, FBI, DOJ. Yeah, no, no, lot, yeah. yeah, the, yeah, yeah it was D, crazy. DOD, uh, medical officers, things like that. Like there's some, some highly intelligent people in that group, and there's forty total. So they're they got a large enough pool. So uh, before we finish up, you know, the Andy already touched on the 2007 Zodiac. Um, did you realize two of the main actors in there are ex Avengers? Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Not well, the I, I was like, oh, didn't yeah, I, Jake, forgot, I forgot Ruffalo. Wasn't was Jake Gyllenhaal also in a Marvel movie? He was or, Mysterio, wasn't he? Oh, he was. So was you've just, got the Marvel, got Marvel cast here yeah. over here doing Zodiac. Solid cast. Solid cast. Uh, 1971, Dirty Harry. Clint Eastwood. Uh, are you familiar, yeah, Cody? I'm familiar. You're familiar with Clint Eastwood? Yeah. You know who he is? is? Yeah. You shock me every day. We would be Listen. inviting DJ to be our new co-host yeah. if Cody, Cody be fired. didn't know Clint Eastwood. We're done. Uh, but yeah, Dirty Harry was based, um, on the, the main, the main antagonist in the movie was the Zodiac Killer, right? Yeah. And so, uh, the other one, and for all you guys that don't know, Andy and I are kind of stoked about this. I saw it, was like, man, this is awesome. The new Batman movie that's, uh, getting ready to hit, um, a, the main villain, the main antagonist is the Riddler and they specifically designed this particular Riddler around the Zodiac. Yeah, I saw an article that the director said he had, he, not that he had a love for it, but he, he saw the puzzles and everything and, and thought it would be very intriguing to make that a, an actual villain. Yeah. Uh, when compared back to the old one, I think I was talking to you guys, I was a kid when the, that Batman came out and it was like, oh, this is great. But, you know, as an adult watching that back, I'm like, Jim hey, Carrey, not the best you Riddler. Got, you got the green spandex suit, didn't you? You did, huh? With all the question marks I had the it? red hair and he had, I, and he had a I mask, kind of like glasses. Yeah. I'm just saying. So you, you rocked it. Uh, Keep it real. It's okay. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it didn't go well with my Mister Freeze costume. <laughs> oh, poor Arnold. So yes, the the Riddler, the new Riddler, is very dark. Uh, he's masked, like um, Andy was kind of describing the Barryessa, the Barryessa murder. It's similar to the Zodiac mask. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. really, but no, you know, yeah. he's, it, it, it he's was a spin. Definitely has a theme. I, cool. I watched it and, cool. and just the trailer because I haven't seen the movie because it's not out yet, but I was watching it and I, in my mind I was like, don't you pirate movies? All right, anyway, sorry. <laughs> That's for another episode, okay? If you would like to find out about my pirating, go back and listen to that episode. Do we remember what episode like that was? If you a copy of the new Batman movie, please contact. Never yeah. Uh -huh. mm. <laughs> but it, no, it, it, has a, it has a darker <laughs> presence to it. And when you're watching the Riddler, I was like, I mean, the first scene I saw, I thought, this is legit. They're like, yeah. he, he, he's actually a villain. He, he actually feels like a true villain. Yeah. And so, and you don't even see the guy's face. You just see them. He's in a mask and he's got these clues and puzzles. Yeah. And it's all about it. So uh, I, I, I think it's good for those types of things to be pulled and stuff like that. But it's terrifying when you have something like the New York Zodiac, where it's a young individual who is trying to clone and copy something that happened in the 70s and right. kills five people. Or again, it's just a, it's just a spawn off of... Uh... The post posse. Don't say it. Oh, the PP. The PP. You know. All right, I think we're done. Oh, is that <laughs> I think we're done. Anyways, if not there may be two more murders. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Listen, we love you guys as always. Uh, follow us, like, share. We we we're, we're always curious to hear you know your thoughts on on what episodes. Give us your thought on this one. Do you think it's Gary Post? Check it out. Google. Google Gary Post and uh, read it for yourself. If you know a lot about the uh, Zodiac Killer and you're, you're one of those cryptic fans out there of, of the story, let us know. Let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know what you think of uh, the current events. 
we'd be curious to hear. So as always, we love you, family. We are out. Peace out. See ya. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.